You're listening to the Life Reborn Podcast with your host, Jacqueline Page. Join me as I share my journey of returning to my authentic self by shedding labels and stigmas that are prominent in today's society. It is my hope that through sharing my story, you find guidance and wisdom to live a more empowered and meaningful life. Thank you for tuning in today. It is such an honor to share this space with you. Hello, my beautiful, magical beings, radiant souls here on this journey. Welcome to this Life Reborn podcast. I am your host, Jacqueline Page. Today's episode is going to be about my journey of shedding my hair. If you don't follow me on Instagram, I decided about a month ago, well, from recording this, probably longer than that when I released this, of shaving my head. And this episode is going to be a compilation of some questions that some of you had about my journey that I posted on Instagram and just my evolution of why I decided to shave my head and my experience since doing that. So if you don't follow me on Instagram, hop on over and you can follow me at the.awaken.mama. I do share, you know, a little bit more of my day-to-day life. I share just about my journey and um, I've been posting question boxes for you um, before I record these podcast episodes just to get a little bit of your feedback, what you're wanting to know about my journey and that way I can incorporate interest for you in the episodes. So let's go ahead and dive in. Why did I decide to shave my head? This is really this open box question that has so many deeper layers. It's funny because before doing it for about a month, I would joke, I'm going to shave my head. I kind of had this inch to shave my head. And I even asked my husband, Jeremy, what would you do if I shaved my head? And he's like, well, then you'd have a shaved head. Very unbiased response, which is probably what I was needing but I, I did, I, I had this itch and I don't really know where it came from. I guess at the time I didn't know where it came from, but reflecting back on my journey and looking back at why I decided to do it, honestly, my hair felt energetically and physically heavy. I had grown it out. It was really long. It had gone through many different stages and phases um, from being pregnant and after giving birth and the fluctuation of my hormones and my hair went from being very curly well allowing myself to embrace my curls and my hair was really curly then it went into this weird wavy not really curly stage and then I gave birth and it was almost straight and then my waves were coming back and it's just I don't know. And then postpartum, that hair loss that you get after having a baby from your body, just going through such a big trauma, my hair was just shedding so much. It was literally everywhere. And every time I washed my hair, it was like so much just falling out and shedding and it didn't feel good. It didn't, it didn't feel good on my head, not just losing my hair, but my hair actually did not feel good on, on me. It was, 
it just felt like this weight holding me down. And in hindsight, looking back, I realized that my hair held on to what felt like was my stories of my old self, of pain from my old self, of traumas from my old self. And I mean, hair is, is very energetic and, and shaving it was, was an incredibly spiritual process for me. Um, but I I realized that it wasn't just that my hair was like physically long and I was summer and hot. It was just even energetically. I noticed that I used it to hide behind. I used it as this shield to protect me, this um, component of myself that I felt like I needed to be beautiful. And for me on my journey of truly, truly um, sinking into self-love and finding my authentic self, I realized that I've had to peel back so many layers of belief systems, of stories, of messaging that, that aren't for me, that don't serve me, that I've been conditioned to believe and it's, it's been a process of deconditioning what culture, what maybe family, what society has, has programmed me to believe about myself as a female, as a mother, as, um, just as identifying as a female in this world, in this culture. And it's, it's such a paradox of, be thin but curvy and you need to look beautiful and have good skin and you need to be vulnerable but do it all and have beautiful hair and wear the makeup and do all of the things that really don't serve me that don't align with me yeah sometimes I like to wear makeup because it makes me feel beautiful but I've also gotten to the point of where I feel beautiful without it I don't need it as a reliance to to feel beautiful and I needed that same relationship with my hair I need to feel beautiful as me and I need to release this and it was not a light decision and you know one of the questions was you know how how did you have the courage to do this? And one of the responses, even being male, I don't think that I could shave my head. And I think that is a huge statement in itself. I think we have become so conditioned to need our hair to have this identity. And one, I don't suggest anybody shaving their head Unless they've put their own thought into it and it's for them. Someone else had mentioned, oh, I've, I've been telling so-and-so that they should, they should cut their hair short. Well, it, it really cannot be for someone else because hair is sacred. It, is, it holds energy. It holds stories. It is a part of you. And if you are going to do something drastic, like, I don't know, dye it a certain color or chop it off or do something that is... A remarkable change I think it most definitely needs to be for you I've been doing you know healing around myself around my self-love around accepting myself fully and it's been a journey and evolution of of truly truly accepting myself 
And I think that if I would have shaved my head and not been where I am at in my journey, it would have been a lot harder process because since shaving my head, I've had a lot of inner wounds that came to the surface that felt very uncomfortable to face, but I was ready. I knew that that was going to happen. Not necessarily exactly. I knew that, oh, my inner child feelings of feeling unworthy were going to show up, but I knew this, I knew it was a ritual that was going to open a portal of healing before I, I cut my hair. My friend Sarah came over and Jeremy and William and Luna were all in the room. And I, and I said, I just need a moment to center myself and ground myself. This is a big decision. I need to, I need to ground into me. My body has become my home and my safe place. And no matter how much chaos is around my life, I can feel grounded within me. So I had to get settled into myself and I said a prayer and the prayer was receiving the healing that was going to come from releasing my hair. The prayer was the acceptance of of fully seeing myself and loving myself for who I am. The prayer was giving thanks for my hair, um, giving thanks for this ritual to cut my hair. It was um, seeing the portal that I was about to step through from shedding my hair. And I, I really used this as, as a sacred portal. I don't think that I've had, besides giving birth, I have not had this transition that has been more transformational and um, that has exponentially like trans- transformed me. And um, I think giving birth is the only other experience that I can that I can say that I, I've had this experience of, of, of liberation, of truly being liberated from, from this paradigm, from the system of telling me these, these beliefs that I need my hair. And when I first cut my hair, I, I think I also allowed people in the room to uh, just be there to give their opinions. And maybe, I don't, I don't know, like I wanted William to be able to see, um, me shed this because it it was going to be a big change for not only myself, but the people that are in my immediate life, like my children, like my husband. And it was a conversation. It wasn't like I'm asking permission, but I'm saying, Hey, this is going to happen. And let's talk about the feelings that might come up about it. And my son who is four, he said, no, don't cut your beautiful hair. And then that became a conversation about, (laughs) sorry, you could probably hear my very boisterous daughter in the other room having lots of um, discussion with her dad. Well, this will be take three of trying to record this podcast. I think that's just the life that I have to navigate around is being home with two littles and two dogs and a house full. And even though the kids are with Jeremy, I'm still navigating where to go to record a quiet, to find a quiet space to record this. So 
I'm just going to make that disclaimer now that if you hear stuff in the background, I'm just going to ignore it and keep going <laughs> because I will never get it recorded if I don't just keep going. So let me sink back in. <sighs> okay. So I was sharing about my, my continual discussions with William, because I think that that was important for me to prepare him for this big change that was going to happen. And he did say, don't cut your beautiful hair. And then it became a conversation with him that I don't need my hair to feel beautiful, that it's not what makes me beautiful. It's how I feel about myself. It's how I feel about me internally. It's how I feel about the way that I look without my hair. And I explained to him that it was going to be a journey of feeling beautiful without needing my hair, without needing to have makeup on. And it was important for me to allow him to be a part of that journey of, of shaving my hair. So him, Jeremy, and uh, our other baby, they were a part of it. And, you know, when you have other people that join you in, in such a sacred space, they offer their opinions of, oh, wait, don't go too short. Uh, you're cutting it, but leave some on. And so, and maybe that was the baby step that I needed because I didn't go like full bald on my first shave. It was, I think I had a guard four. And so I had this all around buzz cut. And even just that though, releasing my hair felt like I stepped into seeing myself for the first time to uh, like to be able to look myself in the eyes and, and truly see see myself and I remember like in that moment of wrapping my hair in a ponytail and my friend Sarah like beginning to cut it I their tears came to the surface but it was it was emotional. I, it was a big part of letting go of my pain, of my trauma, of my stories. And it felt like I was shedding so many layers in one moment. And it was um, emotions of, of reprieve. It was emotions of grief. It was emotions of feeling proud of myself for having the courage to step out of my comfort zone in this way. And it was completely liberating. And I remember seeing one of my friends for the first time and she was like, wow, I can hear you so much clearer. I can see you so much clearer. And I think that's the energy that my hair personally was holding for me. It, it held on to the stories. And so when I showed up, I showed up with all of my, all of my baggage, it felt like, and that's my experience with cutting my hair. And it was, I knew that it was going to be a liberating experience for me because I made that decision from my inner soul. It wasn't, it wasn't a light choice. It wasn't a light decision. And and it was for me and I was ready for it. And then I had um, someone reach out on Instagram who 
is a female barber and this is what she does. And she's like, you should totally do a bald fade. And I was like, yes, let's do it. Why not? And so then I went to the barber shop, which felt foreign to me because I've always gone to like a hair salon to get my hair cut. And so looking up a barber shop was different for me. And all of these steps took me out of my comfort zone. All of these things in the journey of cutting my hair and shaving my head, it was, it was little moments of feeling that vulnerability, that courage to keep going on my path because these were messages that I was receiving internally. Keep shedding your hair. And so I went to the barbershop, I made an appointment and I shaved my head with like a bald fade up to the top to a, a two guard and not a zero. It was like a sub zero. And that was a moment. I got in the car and just released emotion. I I didn't like the way my, I didn't like this haircut and it wasn't the haircut that I didn't like. It was this complete feeling of being cracked open and being so vulnerable and raw because then I was actually able to see myself. I feel like my buzz cut still gave me some comfort in this little wiggle room and cushion to still feel safe. And it wasn't until I completely shaved. Well, I guess I still had a two on top, but for me, it felt completely shaving my head. And then that was the moment I went home and I locked myself in the closet and I just cried. I cried and I just released so much grief. It was like the next step of the portal of healing that I had to allow the grief to come. I had to allow the feelings of my inner child feeling so unworthy, so unseen, so unloved. I was in school, never feeling smart enough, never feeling good enough, never feeling like I had a good friend. It was just all of that surfaced and I just allowed it to because I knew that in that moment I was allowing my inner child, my little girl self show up and be, be held in a way that she never felt like she was then. And it's, it's been a process. It has been a process of my inner child coming up because then it's, it plays a dynamic in my marriage. Like, are you going to love me even though my head is shaved? And that was a discussion that Jeremy and I had even before I decided to cut my hair off. Um, he was like, I will love you no matter what. Obviously your hair isn't why I love you, but I knew that it was still going to be an adjustment period. Just like I was going to have an adjustment period. I, I understood that he was and when I felt activated by his actions, which were n- nothing, but it was my inner child being like this wound, being like, oh, do you still love me? Are you going to like see me through this phase? And it, it was all of that feeling like I need my hair to feel loved. <laughs> and it was really profound to, to process all of that because I wasn't expecting this to, to show up for me. 
And of course, my son, he's just the most magical little soul. He's like, don't worry, mom, it's just hair. It'll grow back. And, um, and it was, and I told him and I was like, but this is my chance to, to see myself, to, to feel loved for me, not for my hair, not for my makeup, but for me. And, um, so that has been the experience of not only me, but my family, um, with, with my decision of, of shaving my head, even <laughs> my daughter, she kind of looked at me, did a double take. and was like, Oh wait, I know who you are. <laughs> um, but another, another round of wounds that showed up for me that go so far, even from past life trauma is the fear of showing up. I've noticed that this has been a continual wound that I have um, healed. And every time that it comes back to the surface to heal, it's on such a different layer in a deeper way. And so much of my childhood, I tried to fit in. Um, I didn't want to stand out. I didn't like sharing in class. And that had to do with my insecurities of myself, but it also had to do with, I have been a person, a leader, a healer, a transformational change maker in other lives. And I have been ostracized for it. I have been killed for it. I have been hunted for it. I have dreams still to this day. Actually, they've really tapered off since I've done a lot of healing, but of being chased. I have, I had a reoccurring dreams of being chased and not even just in the same scenario, but, um, that has been a theme for me that, that shows up and, shaving my head. Well, I'm really going to be out of the box. Like I don't look like other people and, um, making this change for myself brought that wound back up. And I was sharing with some of my friends how I went on a hike midday to a park that I've gone to numerous, multiple times. And I was by myself. I've been to this park by myself before And for some reason, after shaving my head, I kept looking over my shoulder. I felt like someone was behind me and it was that fear. Like, am I, am I safe? Am I okay? Am I, am I safe to show up in this way? And I just kept looking over my shoulder and it was, it was really fearful (laughs) for some, and not for some reason, in hindsight, looking back, I realized that it was this wound And I've had past life visions of being chased through the woods and being, being killed. And it has been, it has been a journey of, of healing, of allowing myself to know that I am safe in this physical world We're we're in a world and I, and I live, I'm privileged to live in a place where I have the safety and freedom to live my authentic self and to speak my journey. And, um, it's, it's liberating because it's healing my past, present and future self. It is, it's healing generational trauma of, of showing up and of being a woman of being Hispanic, of, of being able to show up fully as myself. These are the things that I've been able to transform and heal since shaving my head. And so it it hasn't just been a journey of 
oh, I feel good in myself. It's been such incredible transformation and deep, deep healing to, to the core of who I am. And since shaving my head and healing these things that surface, I am able to be, or I feel like such a clear vessel. I see things in a space of clarity. The colors look brighter. Nature talks to me louder. I hear the messages of divine quicker and louder. My intuitive voice is is what is leading me now. And my soul sees that, okay, I can trust you to follow through with these messages. Let me continue to allow these to flow through you. And it's been such a profound experience for me to... Um, to step in, to have the courage to step into that vulnerability. And will I keep my hair? That's been a, another big question that was asked whenever I um, posted that I was going to be sharing and to post questions was, will you keep it this short? And to be honest, I'm not sure. Um, I don't know. I love the way I feel right now, but I also know that if I grow my hair out, it'll be truly for me. And the hair that I grow out will be this transformational energy. The hair that grows out will be this sense of liberation, of healing. And it won't carry the same energy that my hair had before. Um, It'll be like this fresh start. So I'm not sure if I will grow my hair out. But if I do it, it will be for me. And it'll be um, a much different experience growing my hair out with this sense of clarity, with this sense of healing and the sense of liberation. Another question that I received was, have I received any negative feedback from after shaving my head? And I honestly can say that I haven't. And I was, I honestly was expecting it. You know, social media, people allow themselves to to carry out their wounds and negative comments and, you know, hurt people, hurt people. And I realized that. And I was full on ready for the negativity because I'm at, I'm also at a space where I don't take things personally. If you're going to say something to me, I know it has nothing to do with me, but the pain that you're projecting onto me. And so I was in a space where I'm like, yeah, bring it on. It's not going to hurt my feelings, but I have gotten nothing but positive <clears throat> feedback, comments, um, messages of other women sharing how I've gotten a few women sharing how they've had that experience of shaving their head. I have many, 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 many women sharing that they have felt that urge to do it, but have never had the courage to do it. And, um, then there's been the Instagram pages where it is showcasing um, and highlighting women that do have short hair or shaved heads and highlighting the normalcy of this and the empowerment of it because that is what this has done. It has fully empowered me. And, you know, when pages ask permission to share my story, to share my photos, I gladly... 
um, receive and allow them to do that because this is going to spread the message for other women. Short hair doesn't have to be for men. I was actually talking to my counselor about this. I had a counseling session yesterday and she was commenting in my hair. I was like, oh my God, I love it. And last year she did a, a major transformation of chopping off a lot of her hair. And then we talked about it and we talked about how, you know, men get to feel this clarity in some cultures in the Tibetan culture, they have ceremonies where they bring flowers and it's this rite of passage where they cut their hair off because they can have clear and clarity in their messages. They have a, um, a quicker path to divine. And I mean, look at monks, they have their heads shaved and that's how I have felt. And we were just talking back and forth and the energy in the room in this counseling session where we were just discussing the liberation of, of cutting hair and how men get to experience this. And it's normalized for men to have short hair. And and we talked about how it's, I don't know, our counseling session, I've seen her since even before I had conceived Luna. And then we got to the point where we both felt like I didn't need this, the sessions anymore. And then six months after having her, I decided to get a little tune up and then I've gone once. And then a month later I went again, which was yesterday. And I went in person and the energy between us was amplified times 10. I can't even describe the energy. I felt like we were both these messengers of divine wisdom passing back and forth to each other. And I felt it in my whole body, the, the energy, the, the magnetism that we were creating between our discussion of, of liberation. It was, it was so profound and and beautiful. And it's like little mini moments like this that I've had since shaving my head. I am just completely grateful to myself for for um, taking the steps to this journey of of having this kind of clarity of of feeling this self transformation and I I think the one thing that did bring reservation for me was. I also have indigenous blood in me and knowing how in their culture, hair is sacred and having long hair is important. And, um, actually a lot of, you know, colonization, they settlers would come in and make them cut their hair to, to, uh, obviously have like appropriation, but it was, it was the colonists feeling like cut their hair and they don't have that wisdom that tied to divine. And so that was the one reservation that I did have. But I also know that my hair wasn't the wisdom. My hair was the pain and trauma. And if I grow my hair out, it is going to be that, that vessel of wisdom and clarity and transformation. And so I full heartedly went for it. And I think that that's the one thing that I need to stress the most if someone's going to go down this journey is you have to full full heartedly be ready for what comes up, for feeling confident in yourself, for the liberation, because it is tenfold worth it. It is 
exponentially. The, the outcome that you receive on the other side is profoundly um, worth it. And if anybody ever feels called to it, male or female, and they want to reach out and, and, you know, discuss and have a support system, like I will totally be here for you because if you get to experience what I'm experiencing, I would be so humbling to be a part of your journey of, of taking that step and, um, you know, reach out to me on Instagram at the.awaken.mama. I'm on there every day, pretty much, you know, connecting and sharing my story. If you want to email me, I am, uh, my email is lifereborn at jacquelinepage.com. I will put all of this in the show notes. I, I think that's all I, I have to share about my story of shedding my hair. It has been a beautiful, magical journey. And I'm so grateful for you to sit here and listen to my journey and my experience. And I am just so excited for the rest of this season of podcasts, of the episodes, of the stories that I want to share, the the wisdom and magic that is fueling my heart that I want to send out into the world. Is It's just, I love this space. So thank you. Thank you from the bottom of my heart and being. Thank you for taking the time out of your day to to listen to my my story, to my experiences, and I hope that um, in turn the energy exchange is that you walk away feeling uplifted and you walk away feeling a sense of courage for taking steps in your own journey in your life. And so, from the bottom of my heart and soul, thank you for being a part of this audience, for being a part of this journey that I'm on. I am so grateful for you. As I ended the recording for the podcast, I realized that even in this episode, I was holding back from a full story about my journey in the forest. And I was filtering my story because the filtered version felt safer for me to share because the real experience that I had seemed quote unquote out there from what is talked about in typical conversations with individuals. And I realized that I was still sheltering myself from the full raw experiences that I'm having. And so here I am fully showing up and it feels very vulnerable. It feels very raw to, um, share experiences that I have that are out of, um, I guess the quote unquote normal experiences of what, society talks about and has. So I already went through and shared the dynamics of how I was really tapping into some fear that resides within me or that resided within me because I feel like it's been a healing journey that resided within me of not only healing and, and 
tapping into fear from my past life experiences, but how that past life fear of, of showing up and standing out played out in my experience in childhood of how I was a follower of how I shuffled myself under the crowd. I didn't like to stand out. It felt very, very uncomfortable to stand out. And so, um, in my experience in the forest, I really was tapping into that. I I think that I was in this current lifetime, but I was feeling the energy of many different dimensions of my lives. And I went to a spot that I go to all the time. I've actually gone there with William, with a group of, um, individuals that get together around the parks in the city I live in and I am sitting at the base of this very majestic tree and I'm just connecting with mother earth connecting with myself taking time to just sit with my thoughts to sit with my energy to pray to ask for clarity and I decided to do some mirror gazing and I didn't have a mirror with me So I used my phone and I sat at the base of the tree. I pulled out my phone camera and I mirror gazed with myself. And this is, um, this is a practice that I have done and it's very deep and it's very intimate. And if you are going to practice mirror gazing, um, one, I suggest practicing during the day because very radical things can happen while you're mirror gazing with yourself. But for this instance, it's like when I mirror gaze with myself, it's almost like you get past the point of focus and you release the focus and you sink into this space of, of just seeing not me, but like the energy of me. And in that moment, my face just started turning like deep red and my feet felt like they were on fire and everything beneath me felt like it was on fire it was like the the hottest heat that I've experienced and I'm just wearing normal shoes sitting on the ground yes it's hot in Texas but not the kind of pronounced level of heat that I was feeling in that moment and even as I'm sharing this experience right now I feel like I'm in different dimensions, like I'm not just here. And I felt the veil feel so thin in that moment. And I kind of sat with it and then I put my stuff away. I journaled about my experience and I journaled how I felt even going into the forest of that fear of looking over my shoulder, of feeling like someone was following me. I wrapped up. And I decided to continue hiking and I walk out of the spot back to the main trail. And as I walked out, I felt lost, (laughs) even though it's not a complicated trail. It's not a complicated forest. It's some a place that I've been to numerous, numerous times. And as I walked out, it was like, I walked through a timeline and I wasn't in this physical timeline. And if you want to tap into fully understanding what I mean, if you've watched Outlander, the show where Claire 
um, time travels through the stones and she is in that same exact spot, but not in this, the physical time that she was like, she just time traveled. And that's the experience that it felt like for me. Like I know where I am. I just walked out of this forest onto this trail, but I'm not on the trail and I can't get back to the main way to get out. And I was walking in circles. I I couldn't even tell the time frame because sometimes minutes feel like hours and hours feel like minutes. And I was walking around in circles. I wasn't fearful. I was just almost flabbergasted at how I couldn't figure out where I was and how to get out. Like I knew where I was, but I didn't know how to find my way out. And it took me walking in circles. And then I finally, like the path revealed itself to me. I don't even know how to explain it because it was still in a path that I had been passing in my circles. I don't know how to fully describe my experience in earthly words because it wasn't just an experience from this earth plane. It was me tapping into so many dimensions. And I know I already said this, but as I'm sharing this right now, it's like I'm all the energy is buzzing around me and I can the veil feels so thin again. And I don't know if the veil is thin because we're nearing the Lion's Gate portal, which by the time I release this, it'll be, I think it'll be passed because the Lion's Gate portal happens on 8-8 and there has been um, a pretty profound portal from 7-7 to 8-8. The veil feels thin, but I, I also think it was me shedding my hair, me tapping into the energy of these past life experiences of fear being in that forest and it just all all of the things coming together um I guess manifested the experience that I had so it felt it feels very raw to share this experience because I know that this isn't a quote-unquote typical conversation that we have on a day-to-day basis but for me and my experiences and how I live my life these are the kinds of conversations that I have with Jeremy with my intimate friendships of talking about this kind of stuff about healing not only inner child wounds and healing ourselves to be a better version of ourselves but tapping into past life trauma ancestral lineage trauma that is passed down from family members and how um the relationships that I have how we talk about that we feel like we are these change makers in the dynamics of this lineage of healing of healing ourselves of healing our past lives of healing generational trauma and this is where this podcast is going to be going it's going to be going into the depths of my soul and my experiences on a deep, deep, intimate level. And I am incredibly grateful for you to be along this journey. I'm incredibly just blessed and honored to live in a time and space where it feels safe to share this kind of story and experience. And I live in a place that allows me the freedom to to do that. And I I honor and appreciate the privileges that I am blessed with and I cannot wait for this season of 
this podcast and what it um what is channeled through and the evolution that will come out on the other end of it so thank you for being along my journey and I hope to to hear from you and your experience of of how this resonated with you in listening to this as I have shared before please feel free to connect with me on instagram at the.awaken.mama to share in your stories if you want to share your experience um, if it resonated with you please share with someone that you think would also deeply connect with it because as we bring awareness to this podcast then this can be in the hearts and souls of others and they can be touched by this wisdom as well if it resonates with you i would love it if you would like and subscribe and rate this podcast so that others can find it and we can just share share the healing that is going to come from this podcast um thank you from the bottom of my heart and soul for being here and i just send you with deep deep blessings and love